if you've been listening to us the last two weeks, we've been talking about the comfort zone. And I'm sure it probably sounds like it's easy to leave the, your comfort zone. And at the same time, know that there's great value that you can learn when you leave your comfort zone. Yet it's not always as easy as it may seem, especially if you're trying to do it alone. So today we're going to discuss leaving the comfort zone, who's supporting you, and more on episode 919 of Today's Antidote. Stay tuned for Today's Antidote, brought to you by the Renegade Success Network. Today's Antidote provides an opportunity for business owners and leaders to discover what is real for them and to be impacted by what is real for others. That is the Renegade way. Let's get real. We all face challenges and get stuck occasionally and are looking for an antidote. Each weekday, this show dives into a topic that may have you stuck, frustrated, and uncertain. Our goal is to share our value in an effort to help you find that one thing, the antidote to your challenges so that you can get results and make more money. And now, Renegades, we bring you Bob Graham and Tom Brush. Hey, Tom, what's up today? How are you, Bob? Uh, can I be brutally honest? It's your choice. Of course. I'm having a tough morning. Sorry to hear that. Got a lot going on. Got a lot going on in my head. And folks, just so you know, Tom knows all this because that's why we're starting the program 48 minutes late. Um, and it's not lost on me that I had you do the opening of the show today because I wasn't sure I wanted to fess up to what I'm about to fess up to. But I left my comfort zone with you on three things this morning. I like shared with you three really personal things. And two involved my business, one involved my personal life. And it occurred to me as you were doing that opening that you support me all the time. In fact, and we, you said it right before we started the program. I'd say 98% of the time when we start the show five minutes or later afterwards, it's because I've left my comfort zone in sharing with you what's going on in my life because there's been a lot of turmoil in the last year and a half, two years. It, it, you know, there's been a divorce. There's been some business stuff. There's been some relation stuff. There's been some friend stuff. And Tom's been through it with me the whole time. So as we talk through this episode this morning, whether it's your personal life or your business life, it's really about who supports you. And Tom has been there to support me. And there have been a lot of times where I've been like, why am I getting up every morning and doing this program? What the hell is the reason? I've had people ask me, like, how could you possibly say the same thing for 919 episodes? And more recently, I've said to people, you don't understand. It gives me an excuse to get to talk to Tom. And by talk to Tom, I mean talk to Tom. Because if you kept a transcript of our discussions in the last year or two years, the before the program, I'm going to guess 96.2% of the speaking is me. And the other 3.8% is Tom asking questions that piss me off. <laughs> Wouldn't you say that's about right? It's probably fair. Close. And in having this discussion right now, I've totally left my comfort zone for a variety of reasons. And I'll give a couple because I think it's the same thing for us in business. There are people that could listen to what I'm saying right now and use it against me. I can think of two 
like right off the bat. I, I'm trying, right? Oh yeah. I, and Probably that's, more. and that's, and that's probably the challenge we all face, right? What if I do this thing I want to do? Whether it's personal, whether it's work, doesn't matter. I, you know what? I want to, I don't know. I want to be a stand-up comic. What are people going to think if I got, you know, if I bomb? What if I'm at the comedy show the night that all my friends just happen to be there and I get up there and I'm horrible? What, what if, you know, we do the what ifs. Sure. And the what ifs are always negative. You know, and here's the funny part. I'm actually toying with the stand-up comedy thing slightly. But the what-ifs are all negatives in my head. There's not one if. What if I'm really funny and I make people laugh on a Thursday night at an open mic night and I just get the joy of making people laugh because I've found common ground. I've found something in their life that I can talk about in a way they haven't thought about. And they go, oh my God, that's so funny. I never realized that. And someone leaves that place and they're happy for the first time in an hour, a day, a week, a month, a year, who, the, who knows, five years. I never have thought about that part of it. I'm, I'm always thinking of the negative. I think that's what we do in our business life, right? Of course. Oh, what if, what if we do a staff meeting and I screw up my presentation? What if I go to this networking event and I have my 30 seconds to talk about myself and I say something really silly? Or so can't instead get it of out. going there and trying it, what do we do? You know what? I'm just not going to go. And I think that's the that's the comfort zone problem, right? It's a false perception that we have in our heads. We're always looking at the safe the safety. So leaving your comfort zone isn't really about leaving the comfort zone. I think it's really about shifting your thinking. This morning, I was really in a dark place at about five or seven. And it's like, I, I can't, I can't do this today. I, I, I can't allow this to bother me. But then I got on with you. I'm like, you know what? Having someone I can talk to about this, because if I keep this inside, I'm going to lose my mind. And having that person, and I think that's the other part of it. Who is that person? I know a lot of people are like, I don't have that person. That's why you and I do what we do, Right. That's why we have this program. This program is a vehicle to help people understand that we can be that person for you. And we have that nice renegade success network available to you, which is all about being that person. Because if you're going to have your success, whatever that is, Tom, whatever my success is today, the odds are a whole lot better because I talked to you about those three things this morning. Had I not talked about any of those three, I don't think I would be as comfortable with something I'm going to say at a networking meeting later today uh, as um, I'll leave it there. Two other things. And, and that, and that's part, and honestly, that's part of it. The reason I'm not sharing what it is, it's really personal stuff. It, it just is. And thank, you know, you all have it. You've got personal stuff, Tom, right? No. None. No, right. Of course, Tom's perfect. So thank you for that seven minute and 58 second uh, screed. Of course. 
Well, but I, I also think the... it speaks to a topic and you feel, you probably can feel the desperation in me right now. The absolute frustration, just, it's a tough morning. And I think one of the things that I've heard from people over the years is it never seems like this stuff bothers you. There are days when it all bothers me. There are days when it bothers you. And the person who thinks that you and I are perfect and we don't deal with the same stuff you deal with. Yeah, okay. <laughs> there have been days not that far off in the past where it's like, I really need this payment from Stripe to clear. Like now, not in an hour, now. There sure. are days when I don't know what I'm going to say at a networking event. Well, I think that's the challenge, right? Because sometimes it's outside of where we're at. And if we've never done something, which would be outside, that make it outside of our comfort zone, how could we ever really truly be comfortable doing it without someone else there to either encourage us along or help us learn, understand what we've learned in doing it? Right. I mean, if you feel or, more or just do about... what you did for the last seven minutes and 58 seconds, just as um, my former wife would describe it, let me spin. You, you need to spin for 10 minutes and I would spin out of control. And I literally did that for eight minutes. I know that about me. There are just times where I've got to spin out of control. And it's just like you, I need someone to be on the other side. And the best thing to do when I spin Shut the hell up and let me spin. <laughs> well, and I think that's part of leaving. And, and the heart, the thing for me is that's leaving the comfort zone. Sure. Because it's hard for me to do that. Once I start it, it just comes flying out of me. And I see that in a lot of people I work with. Once they start really being honest with me, which isn't really about being honest with them, me, it's about being honest with their self. I'm just, I'm just the mirror. You're just the mirror. You were the mirror for seven minutes and 58 seconds. Well, the other thing is, I think what also happens is when we you start to spin and someone doesn't either try to stop you, correct you, judge you, you can get more comfortable in that area. And it's easier to just keep spinning to give you a chance to get to a point where you're like, okay, I'm comfortable sharing all of this with this person and knowing that it's going to add value. It's going to be of, be of some value to me that it becomes more comfortable and it's easier to do. I'm sure the first time that we had some conversation before or after the show that was outside of your comfort zone, it wasn't as Have easy. Have we had a day yet, Tom? I think we've had 919 days where there's been at least something outside my comfort zone. <laughs> I would imagine, though, initially that was harder to do. No, you it's weren't... actually harder now. Believe it or not, it's harder now because it's like peeling back the onion. I'm so incredibly vulnerable with you. Like that's seven minutes and 58 seconds that I'm really regretting right now. And that's the thing, right? I mean, but you're not judging me about it. And if there's someone out there judging me about it, hey, you know what? Have at it. And, and that's that's part of what I've had to come to because if it were two years ago and I had done that, I don't think I could have done it. 
And if you look at this program in the last three or four months, part of me has been like, you know what? I'm just going to be brutally honest. And if that means someone goes, you know what? Bob can't help me or I'm never going to be in a room with him again. Hey, you know what? So be it. And I think that's part of, and I think you've modeled that in a way without really being overt about it. You're pretty good at not letting other people bother you. You really stay focused and I admire that about you. And I think that's part of the, the, the comfort that, that you bring to me. You also are very stable. You know, I, no, I, I mean, I, I feel like sometimes I'm a tornado just spinning around and you're like the house that was built really well. So it's never going to get blown around. Yeah, the window might get knocked off and a couple shingles, but the house is still there. And we all need that. The other thing that really has come true for me in the last couple of months, being more open on the program and outside of the program with you is once I say it out loud, it kind of diffuses it. Sure. Those three things still bother me right now, but one of them is so not a worry now. Like I'm excited about it. And you said very little. I mean, you, you kind of parroted to me. You said this thing, say this thing, changes one thing, you got good to go. It wasn't a lot. And I feel good about them. the other two are a little more complicated, but just being able to share with someone else what's going on in my head and what's going on in my heart allows me to not be alone because I think that's what I was in my business life for so long, alone in my thoughts. And then I would make it worse instead of spinning out and someone going, hey, okay, you feel better now? It would just be spin in my head. And in my head, I could spin and spin and spin and spin. And there wasn't that house in the middle that was going to be stable. It was just more and more spinning. And I think the result was, I, I was thinking yesterday about some of the really bad decisions I made that were a result of just absolute fear. Because I left my comfort zone, things didn't go as I expected. And it didn't work the way I expected. And I was just scared and really embarrassed. Really, really embarrassed. Like, I can't, they're going to fire me. I, mean, I, I remember a two-year period where I went to work every day and thought this was going to be my last day. I all but had the box in my car waiting to take my stuff out. I, yeah, and I'm sure I'm not alone. And there's probably the small business owner who's going, yeah, you know, I'm worried that this is the last day I have business because I've got two clients and if one of them leaves me, I'm in trouble. Or we use, before COVID, we had all this great stuff going on. Now it's after COVID and we don't have people coming into our brick and mortar store anymore. It's, it's scary. And sure. I think leaving the comfort zone, just that phrase scares people. No doubt. Well, I mean, I, I think I remember, you know, one of the things I, f I feel um, as I look back, you know, when COVID hit, there was a lot of people in outside of their comfort zone, no doubt. One of the largest groups, I think, were nonprofit organizations. They didn't know how they were going to provide their services, and they didn't know how they were going to generate the revenue they needed. Or if they were going to ever provide their services Correct. again. Not even yeah. how. I think first it was if, hey, is there a role for us if people can't get meals delivered? How do we deliver meals? Correct. And the need still existed. More Absolutely. so probably. Right. And I think they, you know, I think one of the things that Maryland nonprofits did 
was they had people like me just get on the call and be like, okay, I'll listen to you and let me, and let me see if I can provide you with a little bit of insight <clears throat> that I think a perspective that may help you feel more supported and feel more comfortable in being able to move forward. I mean, it's that thing of, I know I had this big project and I think I talked about this once and I had to do a presentation to a group of people. Um, and I went through it with a peer who knew a little, who knew enough about what was going on and was very supportive. And we were, I had helped this person out before and they made some really, they listened to me go through the whole thing. And this was before you. So don't get all upset. I was, I was good. I was going to cry, but <laughs> that I might go to somebody else for, for support on a presentation. Um, <laughs> And they offered some really helpful feedback. And I think they were supportive enough to help me feel like, okay, this is going to be okay. Is that I'm, it, I'm not going to get up there and it's just going to completely fall apart. Is that there's value in this. <clears throat> and hearing that, I know helped me be more effective in the presentation just because I knew that somebody else saw value in it. And if they saw value in it, there's going to be other people who will find value in it as well. Not everyone. We're not going to please everyone all the time. Yet there will be enough people who will have value of it that I'll, I can feel good about what we did. And, and I just think that's one of the biggest challenges in any space is when we're doing something we've never done before, how do we try to get some of that worry about the risk out of our head? And so often it's someone else who's sharing that, hey, you know what? There's value in this. So maybe that reduces the risk a little bit more. Um, or someone who's, you know, in your situation when you're talking about, I'm sure there were some people either at work or around you who were supportive enough that that kept you from putting that box in your car so that you could get up and go to work and go do what you do. Because even though things were uncomfortable, there were those around you who were helping. And I think, like you said, it's so hard when you move into an area on your own, you know, you start your own business. You don't have someone you can walk down the hall to, to have that conversation with. You don't have a lot of peers who are interested in trying to find out. And I think that if you asked our Renegade Success Networks what maybe the largest value is, is that we are there to support them when they know they're either in a place where they're uncomfortable or they're trying to take that step out of it and get to a place where they can be a little more comfortable with what they have chosen to do. And I think that is so missing in so many places. There's just not someone that we can have those conversations with that can we can feel supported and feel like we are making some decisions that that are going to be helpful to us or our business. We have to make sure we acknowledge Kelly's comment. She appreciates you your courage with sharing. Thank you, Kelly, for and that. And thank you, Kelly. And believe it or not, while that might seem like a simple thing, and for Kelly, it probably was 10 seconds of typing into her phone. And I know it's genuine because I've talked to Kelly. 
its value to me is monumental. And I think that's the thing that we, we don't often, we don't often look for the support. Kelly, I think of this situation, just to go a step further, knows because I think she's gotten to know a sense of me that that wasn't comfortable for me. And the fact that I said it wasn't comfortable to me, she felt like there was an opportunity for her to, to support me. I also think she knew you weren't sharing it just to share it as a, that it wasn't a calculated share to get. <laughs> oh God, no. <laughs> it was a, it was a, um, yeah, it was a, quite the opposite there, folks. <laughs> and Jack also says that that's a, you know, the sharing gives you, you power as a coach. I think, I think it does. I think it shows that you're not alone. You know, one of the things that happens when we share what's real for us is others get a chance to be like, wow, I thought I was the only one who's going through this. I thought I was the only one who felt like my life was on a hamster wheel, just spinning and spinning and spinning and spinning. And I couldn't figure out how to get off to actually know that there are others out there who are going through something similar and that maybe together you can have a chance to figure out how you both can get off the hamster wheel might add, you know, would be really valuable for a lot of people out there. Yeah, I, I think there's a real, it's hard. You know, I think that's the, that's the part of this that, and once you leave your comfort zone, so go back to, I shared this stuff this morning and it was hard to do, but now that I've done it, it kind of makes me feel like I could do it more in the future. And I think that's what and I was I trying to say earlier. The thing that we, we build it up in our head. Oh, if I do this on the show, if I talk like, you know, if I get really open with people on the show, it's, it's going to bite me. I didn't think of the positives. I didn't think that Jack and Kelly would say what they said. I literally farthest thing from my mind. And here's the funny thing. Jack and Kelly would be the people that would do that. I could have literally called Jack up and said, Jack, I'm having a tough morning. I, I know that uh, sometimes I coach you, but I need you to coach me this morning. Can you just help me figure it out for just five minutes, please? But we don't do that. We don't feel comfortable taking that step. And I think that's the, that's the, that's the thing. One time uh, a couple of years ago, I was in a 12-step group for um, children of alcoholic parents. And the first time people came to the meeting, they were petrified. And I realized it because I knew how I felt the first time. And I would go up to them like they'd walk in the room. I'm like, hey, I know what you're thinking. I got to leave. I got to leave. Can I give you a really like important piece of advice? Just sit down. If you have to, attach your arms to the side of the chair and just stay one night. One night. It's an hour. At the end of the hour, if you never come back, I promise you, you'll be better for it. And to a person, they'd always say, I, thank you for telling me I need to stay. That was so valuable. But it was the fear of these people are going to invade me. These people are going to make me do these things. It's, it's going to be hard. But the, you could just see the giant relief at the end of the hour. Like that wasn't anything as bad as I thought it would be. And it's so hard to take the first step. You know, I, I, so I, there was a woman that came into that room and 
She's like, I've been talking to myself about doing this for 14 years. I've literally been outside the store during the meeting at least 50 times. This is the first time I walked in the room. I, I, I almost cried right there. And I said, what made you come in today? And she said, I just couldn't, I couldn't leave and get my car and drive home again and live with myself anymore that way. And I think that's the thing, you know, at some point we've got to escape our escape is funny. I come up with that word. We escape the discomfort zone, right? We yes. you can't take the discomfort any longer. It sure. just becomes too much. I, I, I can think of a couple of situations in the last couple of years where it's just like, this is too much. I can't do this anymore. I've got to be different. Well, and here's the thing. I think it also, and I think what your example today shows is that taking the step to escape it, um, you probably wish you would have done that weeks, months ago. You know, I think that, you know, for this, that woman's example was the same thing is that she stood outside the door and left. And just got so frustrated with herself. She got to the point where she was like, I just can't live with myself doing this all over again. Or I can't live with myself as a business owner being afraid to do this thing. I have to just do it. And then once you do it, you're like, huh, maybe that wasn't as the way I thought it was going to go. And I almost wonder, had you not shared all of that with me this morning and gotten some support around it, would you have shared it? Yeah. yeah, especially one aspect of what we talked about fed to this. Yeah, I, yeah. Well, and, I, and I think that's it. You start to see one area where it's like, okay, I talked to Tom about this thing. And you asked me a very innocuous question this morning, and I really blew it off for the first two minutes. And I think you know me well enough to know that when I give you that answer, there's a story coming and you might as well just turn off the uh, technology for 20 minutes or an hour. Right. And that's part of it. You know me well enough to know this is how Bob operates. He's not going to he's not going to come out and go, Tom, my life's a total mess this morning. I can't believe I was able to get up. What do I do? I've never said that. I saying that right now, I struggled to get those words out that way, but I think we all have those days. And I think it's funny when I talk to people, it's like, well, how'd you, how'd you handle the last big challenge? What was the last big challenge? And they go, well, it was this. How'd you handle it? I just had a day where I had to deal with it. (laughs) And the sad part about it is once they deal with it and they see all the benefits from it, I had a a good friend on Facebook who I I know listens to the show a little bit. So I'm going to share this, who shared that they headed off to work today and that when they started the year they were you know wearing this size and now they are six months later whatever it is they're now wearing this size and you know I I'm, think, assuming, I'm assuming the size well, at this point is larger or smaller smaller significantly smaller wow yes <laughs> and and I think that bravo you know, to that person I hope you're listening yes uh, and they, you know, so they celebrated on Facebook, which is great because maybe it'll get someone else to say, I've been thinking about doing something about this forever. 
why haven't I taken the first step? And I would imagine even the person who shared it would go, why didn't I do this? This wasn't as awful as I thought it was going to be. Why didn't I do this two years ago, three years ago, four years ago? And how might my life have been different? Can't change that. And that's why I like the quote that's not over my shoulder is, you know, do something today that your future self will thank you for. Because likely it's something you want to do. You just haven't had the courage maybe, or you hadn't had the support to feel comfortable to do it because it's outside of your comfort zone. Yet think about how you'll feel in six months having done it rather than waiting another six months or another year or another, you know, another year goes by and we still haven't done it. We're never able to celebrate what it could be. I want to get Kelly's other comment in here, which really, uh, I think Kelly says there's huge power in community. And I think that's what this is all about for you and me, Tom, about building this community of renegades, people who see themselves wanting to do things, not always doing them, not always knowing the pathway forward, not always being clear about what it is, but wanting to be different in some way, wanting to make an impact on the world in some way. And knowing that there's a pathway and not knowing the pathway, our, what we re- our mission really is to help people figure out that pathway. You did it with me with something. We were trying to figure out some wording for something I'm doing. And you, a very simple shift. You basically said, you said this thing. This other person said this thing. Why don't you add this thing to what you already wrote? And that was all it took. And I, I, I can go back and say my instant relief in, oh, that's the step forward. And I could have spent the rest of my life probably trying to figure that out and just talking through it with you, reading you something. I read you a 30-second uh, elevator pitch. You listened. I, I said, I think before you even had time to comment, I'm like, I'm really worried about this part, this part, this part, this part. This is what I'm thinking. And then you're like, well, what about, hang on. There's a word you used when you were describing this before you said, it. I couldn't get there. And then he said to me, I'm like, oh, you're right. And that's what we're trying to build. So if you're trying to figure out what the Renegade Success Network is, it's that. It's not us telling you what to do. It's not us going, you're a knucklehead for not being able to figure this out. It's quite the opposite. It's two people that are working with you to try to figure out what are you trying to accomplish and what are you willing to do to get there? And willing to do is really the big thing. I think that's the universal thing that I see. Like I I was working with Kelly. We talked about it last week. She was doing a presentation. I pushed her a bit. Hey, what's the goal here? What's success look like? And I don't think she was thinking about it in the way I was getting her to think about it. But then it was like, oh, oh. Well, and I think the other thing about that group is, uh, and about what we're trying to help with is what's the missing piece? And for some people, the missing piece might just be the support that they need to feel comfortable to step outside and do what it is they say they want to do. Or one of our members described it to me a couple weeks ago. He said, you guys are a great sounding board. I don't need you to tell me what to do. I need you to let me tell myself what to do and you help me hear myself. Correct. And I thought that was a really good way to describe it. And this person, this person's having huge success. And figuring some really big things out because I think 
they have the ability to get away from talking to their family, talking to their colleagues, talking to their friends, but talking to this objective third party that they can be open with and say, you know what? This really pisses me off. That this isn't what I expected. I did this thing and I thought it was going to go this way and uh, it didn't. I need to figure something else out. And I think that's that's the power you gave me this morning. So if you're someone out there saying, hey, man, I wish I had this in my life. That's the Renegade Success Network. I think, I may be wrong, Tom, but I think we're about to run a deal on it, right? Correct. A, a really nice trial? Yes. Well, because it's something that people might not have ever experienced. And they're not really sure what does that look like? What does it mean? And 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 I think, and again, if they've never done it, it would be out of their comfort zone to say, oh, I'm going to invest in myself or I'm going to invest in my business to do this and to gain some of that support that I might need to step outside of my comfort zone and do what it is that I truly want to do. And having someone who will allow me to talk through it and see what might what I might be missing, or make it significant difference. The other thing is what what's working really well. Correct. Because there are so many times when someone thinks that it's X. Oh, this is so horrible! I can't believe this was so bad. I'm like, well, what, wait, hold on. <laughs> you took the step. I get that it didn't turn out the way you planned, but you told me a couple months ago you couldn't even take the step. You just took this really important step. Let's celebrate that step. Yes. And that, and that can be really powerful. 100%. So, so you have if your that's one thing. something you're thinking about and you're not really sure what that looks like, I know that deal is coming really soon. I think if you called Tom or me or tracked us down with a direct message or went to Renegade Success Network, we could tell you more about it. I think we're a couple of days away, right? Yes. Close. But what's that? I said close. But, I, I'm not trying to talk out of school. I'm just, you know, we no, we, we understand how hard it is to say to yourself, you want to invest in yourself. We both struggled with it. I remember the time you texted me and said, you're not going to believe what I just invested in. <laughs> I was like, whoa, Tom's playing big ball now. This is serious. Yeah. And that actually inspired me to do the same thing. And I know Oh, you're getting garbled. What's going on? Is that you or me? Oh, uh, that's a little. We haven't had this problem in weeks. It must be a sign. Oh, Tom's gone. Oh, boy. All right, folks. Well, this has been one of the more um, interesting episodes that we've had. Uh, I hope you saw some value in it. If you do, feel free to like and share it. You can also put a comment in there. Uh, you can call me a knucklehead. You can say, don't ever share what's going on in your life again, Bob. I might listen. I might not. You can do, hey, <laughs> it is what it is. You could also say, I feel you. And, uh, you know, I hear what you're saying. Because sometimes just that simple comment, someone saying like Kelly and Jack, acknowledging that there's a real piece of this to them, gives you the power to say, hey, you know what? It's okay to have these feelings. It's okay to go through this. And at the end of the day, that's what's important to Tom and me, I think, is just saying, hey, it's okay to feel the way you feel, and you'll figure it out. So I know if you're on the podcast, you're going, hey, what the heck? 
go to the Renegade Success Network or go to Sculpt Your Business or our Facebook group. You'll find about 1,300 like-minded people there. And you can talk to them. And Tom, I believe it's what time tonight? Is it 8 p.m. Eastern time? If you are on Alignable, Tom is doing uh, an open Ask Anything session for in the uh, Grow Your Small Business group on Alignable, a group that he and I started. And we've got about, I think, 1,300 people there, a different 1,300 in large part. So if you're on Alignable, you can go to Alignable. Tom will literally be there answering questions. So if you've got a small business question or if you've got a question around a nonprofit because they really do operate like small businesses, shock. Um, Tom is so good at listening, so good at helping you figure it out. He's probably not going to tell you what to do. I'll tell you what he's going to do. He's going to ask you a million questions and you're going to be like, why is this guy asking me this question? And then the aha moment's going to come and your life is gonna be forever changed. So that's available, there's no charge for that. Go to Alignable, Alignable is totally free. If you haven't done it, create an account. It's a, a small business networking group. There are also a lot of nonprofits there and others. And go to Grow Your Small Business. You'll see an event there when you join that group and you can have access to Tom tonight. I'm actually, I'm hoping I can be available for that. And Tom's doing it at eight o'clock, which means that the Buffalo Bills do not have a football game tonight. <laughs> no, they don't. Because he would not do it if there was a football game. I know Tom. Correct. Did you ever give your one thing? <clears throat> Way back at the beginning. Oh, you're you're fading out again. So, folks, have a great day. Um, and whatever you do. If there's nothing else I can tell you, embrace the renegating you. It is so, so, so worth it. All right. We'll see you soon.